Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Words, 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 words. It's the theme song for this episode. Listen to these words. The first word is cercaria. C-E-R-C-A-R-I-A. Cercaria. Noun from circa 1871. A usually tadpole-shaped larval trematode worm that develops in a molluscan molluscan host from a redia. What is a redia? R-E-D-I-A. A usually tadpole-shaped larval trematode worm that develops in a molluscan host from a redia. And circarial uh, is an adjective. That is good for that. Do we want to post a picture of a circaria? I don't know. Some people may not want to see it. Let's let's we'll find a picture and then we'll decide. Okay, next is I think it's just called or pronounced circus, uh, but it is spelled C E R C U S, not the circus with the clowns. This is a noun from 1826, either of a pair of simple or segmented appendages at the posterior end of various arthropods that usually act as a sensory oh as sensory organs. Circus. Uh, and the plural would be circe or circi, circi, circi. Um, so I wonder if we go back to the centipede, if those little things sticking out the end of its butt are uh, would be these uh, the these circi, circi. I don't know. Maybe next we have sir. I think that's just how it's pronounced. It is spelled C E R E. Sir, first form. Uh, is a transitive verb from the 15th century to wrap in or as if in a surcloth. You are surring in a surcloth. Uh, when are we going to see that? Yeah, that may be in, uh, looks like the next episode. Uh, okay, so the etymology says it's Middle English and it means to impregnate with wax. So it's uh, some sort of wax paper, wax cloth, something like that. Second form of sir is a noun from the 15th century. A usually waxy protuberance or enlarged area at the base of the bill of a bird. So the base, oh, I wonder, so yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like, I guess you, there's sort of like where the bill connects to the rest of it. There's maybe a little bumpy thing, uh, maybe, and it's maybe waxy, and maybe that would be the sir. Hmm, all right, that's interesting. Um, yeah, and it, it's a Latin word that means a wax. But I think, so the middle Latin word is cara, uh, middle French, ser, sir, something like that. I, who knew that that was a thing that had a word? Next is cereal, or you could say cereal if you want. Uh, first form adjective from 1818, relating to grain or to the plants that produce it. Also, made of grain. So this is from the French cereal, from the Latin cerealis, which means of ceres or ceres, C-E-R-E-S. And that means of grain. So maybe they had a lot of grain in ceres, and uh, then this stuff, this grain, it just became cereal. That is where the word comes from. Every time you eat cereal, it means of ceres. Second form of cereal is a noun from 1832. Sorry for all these weird mouth smacky things. I, I will try to limit those. 
One, a plant, as a grass, yielding starchy grain suitable for food, also its grain. Two, a prepared foodstuff of grain, as oatmeal or cornflakes. There are so many kinds of cereal out there. Yeah, so the cereal, I mean, the you know, the real definition is just this sort of grain stuff that you can eat or mix with stuff or whatever. But then, you know, as time went on, uh, cereals, as we used to eat, you know, the grains in a bowl, maybe they became other types of cereal. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I would eat, oh boy, so many different cereals. I would sometimes eat cookie crisp and golden grams and honey bunches of oats and frosted flakes and grape nuts and oh man i just they were all good kicks what else what else was there cornflake i didn't really eat cornflakes i guess I, I was definitely one of those sugar kids okay moving on to cereal leaf beetle three words noun from 1962 a small reddish brown black headed old world chrysomelid beetle that feeds on cereal grasses and is a serious pest of U.S. grain crops. And the scientific name is Oluma melanopus. Something like that. Maybe we'll post a picture of this guy. Next is cerebellum, noun from 1543, a large dorsally projecting part of the brain concerned especially with the coordination of muscles and the maintenance of body equili- bodily equilibrium situated between the brainstem and the back of the cerebrum and formed in humans in two lateral lobes and a median lobe. And then it says to see the brain illustration. So I'm sure I talked about this before. Uh, cerebellar is an adjective. It's a very important part of the brain. Next is a prefix, cerebro. Or you could take off the O. Uh, it, number one, it means brain or cerebrum, as in cerebration. Uh, yeah, th- and we're going to see that word in this episode. Cerebration or cerebrate. Cerebration is not actually one of the words, but it is one of the forms of the word. Anyway, cerebration. Uh, and then uh, number two, cerebral and. And as in the example cerebrospinal so that is all about the 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 uh, the cerebral the cerebellum that part and the spine next is cerebral 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 adjective from 1816 1a of or relating to the brain or the intellect 1b of relating to affecting or being the cerebrum 2a Appealing to intellectual appreciation, as in cerebral drama. To be primarily intellectual in nature, as in a cerebral society. And cerebrally is an adverb. This is from the Latin cerebrum, cerebrum, which means brain, akin to the Old High German hirni, which means brain, that is spelled H-I-R-N-I, from the Greek Kara, which means head, plus kara, uh, and or keras, which means horn, or the Sanskrit siras, which means head, and there's more at the word horn. Next is cerebral cortex, two words, noun from 1926, 
the convoluted surface layer of gray matter of the cerebrum that functions chiefly in coordination of sensory and motor information. And then it says to compare to the word neocortex, which is, uh, it's a different kind of cortex, different part of the brain. Next is cerebral hemisphere, two words, noun from 1816, either of the two hollow convoluted lateral halves of the cerebrum. So there's, there's as we read in the word uh, cerebellum, it was, it was split into two lobes plus a median lobe. So these are, uh, those are those, the cerebral hemispheres. And then it says to see the brain illustration, which you can go back and find that episode probably. Next is cerebral palsy, two words, noun from 1889, a disability resulting from damage to the brain before, during, or shortly after birth and outwardly manifested by muscular incoordination and speech disturbances. Uh, And then cerebral palsied with a hyphen is an adjective. Uh, So yeah, this is a very clear example of what happens when uh, either, you know, the the cerebrum uh, or the cerebellum, does it say which one? Uh, Damn it. Yeah, so if there's damage to that part of the brain or a specific part of the brain or it's not formed correctly, uh, you know, this is an example of what happens because the, uh, the cerebellum is dealing with uh, bodily body equilibrium uh, and uh, motor function and coordination and speech. And so uh, uh, the, the example I can think of is the, the son in Breaking Bad. Uh, the actor has, I think, a mild form of cerebral palsy. Um, so I don't know if his, if his acting was accentuating that or, or if that was pretty natural in him. But... Um, but yeah, it, often they, they're using crutches to get around uh, because it's harder to walk uh, because of the motor functions. Uh, and then the speaking, the speech comes out a little bit differently. Uh, you know, I'm sure that they can use uh, physical therapy and speech therapy to help those things. But, you know, if, if there's damage to that part of the brain, then, you know, that's that's that. You got to live with that. So, um, you know, that's cerebral palsy. Is it cerebral or is it cerebral? I think it's cerebral Next is cerebrate, not celebrate, it is cerebrate, intransitive verb from 1915, to use the mind, synonym is think, and cerebration is a noun. You you, you can just say I'm thinking, or you can say I'm cerebrating, if you want to sound particularly intellectual. Next is cerebrate. Cerebracide, cerebracide, noun from 1883, any of various glycolipids found especially in nerve tissue. Uh, and this is from Cerebros Galactose. Okay, yeah, I, I got nothing to say about that. And then our last word is cerebrospinal. This was the thing, uh, this was one of the examples in that prefix cerebro. So we have cerebrospinal. Uh, This is an adjective from 1826 of or relating to the brain and spinal cord or to these together with the cranial and spinal nerves that innervate voluntary muscles. That is a very important part of the body. So we had today cercaria. 
that's a worm. Circus, those are the things at the end of an arthropod. Uh, Sir, cereal, cereal, leaf beetle, cerebellum, cerebro, cerebral, cerebral cortex, cerebral hemisphere, cerebral, cerebral, cerebral palsy, I can't say this word, cerebrate, cerebroside, and cerebrospinal. Well, part of me wants to pick cereal as the word of the episode, but I think I am going to pick cerebral as the word of the episode because I like things that are cerebral. I like things that make me think. Movies and TV shows and podcasts. I listen to a lot of sciencey podcasts and they make me think and they make me learn, uh, you know, movies that have to do with time travel or weird just thinky things. I like the thinky things. The thinky things are cerebral, so I like cerebral. These these songs are something else. All right, so it's holiday time. April 16th, it is the fourth day of Ramadan. Um, It would be great if today were like cerebral palsy day, but I can't imagine the chances of that. Um, In Denmark, it is birthday of Queen Magrath II. It is, stand by, uh, let's see, the birthday of Jose de, de Diego in Puerto Rico. It is Emancipation Day in Washington, D.C. In Hungary, it is Memorial Day for the Victims of the Holocaust. In the U.S., it is National Healthcare Decisions Day. In Iraqi Kurdistan, it is Remembrance of Chemical Attack on Balisan and Sheikh Wassan. Um, It is World Voice Day. I'm using my voice. Let's see. This is a worldwide annual event that takes place on April 16th devoted to the celebration of the phenomenon of voice. Well, not everybody has that, but a lot of people do. Uh, Voice is important, and my voice is feeling very rough right now. And what are the fun holidays for today? Okay, it is National Eggs Benedict Day it is National Librarian Day. It is Selena Day. I think that is, uh, it's uh, Selena, um, it's just Selena. That's that's her whole name. And no, I don't want to create an account with you, so let's close that. Um, yeah, this is uh, Selena who died in 1995. She was only 23 years old. What, what a travesty that was. Um, also wear pajamas to work day, which has been, you know, that's, we've been celebrating that for over a year now, most of us. So that's, that's all I got to say for today. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.